What is up and welcome back to Unfiltered and Real. Like always, every time I get on this mic, I have this ball of energy that I literally don't know where it comes from. But I'm your host, Jalen Benjamin. That's your other host, Chris. Um, we don't need his information. The Y'all need my information. I'm your host. out looking for <laughs> For what? Who knows? Okay. I'm, I'm your host, Cape. You already know what it is. Let's get started with today's episode. Jalen, will you bring us into some fam talk? I actually do. Oh, I have some fam talk today. Do I have some fam talk today? I'm not going to do that when I told you that. mute my phone. Let me not be ghetto. Jalen, mute your phone. My phone is muted. Okay. But um, let me say this, y'all. Okay, let's get into some fam talk. Let's get into some fam talk. It's been so long since we have some fam talk. But today, guys, I want to pose the question to everybody out there. What do you do? When there's no hope or there's nothing left in a friendship. And, you know, it's time to pack up your bags, say goodbye, move out, serve them the eviction notice, tell them that they got to get out too. You know, the friendship's dead. It's gone. The house is for sale. So how do you address that? Chris, go ahead. Oh, I was too far away. Chris, go ahead. Um, Speaking from experience what to do and what not to do <laughs> <laughs> all right so you know when you <laughs> your experience because... all right so you know when you when you're not seeing out of <clears throat> let me get my voice right for this one <laughs> what is wrong with you uh, all right all right oh i almost slipped all right so when you're not seeing out of eye with someone I say it's best to actually sit down with them and let them know like how you feeling, where the energy's going, where the friendship's going, how you've been feeling about it. Mm. So once it's dead, you know, because there's phases to it. There's either a point where you know y'all can make a U-turn, turn around, fix it, and then there's a point beyond no return. And it's either your choice to either let it get to that point where it's beyond no return or it just gets there. So, you know, for me, I think that I'm a very giving person. And I think I give and give and give and give and give. And then sometimes I get what to you the- don't give me is that banana pudding, but we, we could continue. What don't I hold on? Because we don't want to talk about what I my give banana pudding, Chris. Y'all, Chris is the most spoiled person on planet Earth. I just want everybody out there to know. <laughs> Chris, if you ask me for something, do you not get it? I get it. I wish I would have asked for that deluxe, that 99. If I wish you, I would have asked. He is asked very that. spoiled, and that's an I issue. I wish I would have asked for that deluxe Cold War. You don't need it. You don't need it. You didn't ask Jay, for it. I was in the store. Jay, so, you know what I want for my birthday? Black Versace slot. You already got your birthday gift, so go ahead and sit down somewhere. Add it in, add it in. You and she could go half on it. Let me tell you. You, she could, and coach, three-way, split it. Let me tell y'all. Chris is trying it over here today. But, so I was getting Chris Christmas gift. I was in getting the game he wanted, Call of Duty. So I'm sitting here, y'all. I don't play Call of Duty at all. The only game that I really play that I'm actually invested in is GTA. And I haven't even played my PlayStation or my Xbox One in over two years because I'm protesting until GTA 6 comes out. So 
Anyways. See, there you go. That's what people don't understand. They're like, when the new GTA come out, first off, GTA S5 is what has brought this company like probably the most money off of a GTA game. They consistently keep getting millions each year. If y'all stop playing the game and stop buying the stuff, they're going to drop the new game because they know the cash cow's over. But they're going to keep milking it. Keep on. The The seven-year mark passed. They usually drop a new GTA every seven years or something. They're going to keep I bought GTA at least like three times because I bought it twice for my PlayStation and once for my Xbox because like something had happened. So, and I lost it. But I beat the game. Probably five or six times already. Like it's just. I don't see like, you beating a game. Like I don't see you beating GTA for some reason. I don't see it. Like I feel like you be lost because I had Anna play GTA and she was just like Chris, Chris every five seconds. Chris, Chris, oh my god, what do GTA I do? GTA is Boy. so easy. Like that is so easy. GTA and Two K are probably my favorite games. Like video games. I beat GTA for fun. Like I had it fifth grade, sixth grade. When I have no TV, I just be on GTA, redoing the story mode, redoing the story mode. GTA is so fun. Like it's like you're in your own freaking virtual reality. Honestly, I can be in GTA and literally get lost in GTA, like lost in the game. Not like lost in the game, but like I be playing the game and like hours go by. Like that's how invested I be in it. But back to my story. So I was there, right? So I don't play Call of Duty. I, at all so i don't know nothing about nothing i don't do research on the game so i'm here looking for the game i'm like well this say two different games on it and two different prices now i knew the one that was 60 dollars would be like probably had like more advanced or something like that i'm not dumb like i knew that but i didn't know like if like it was something like, oh, if you get this, you don't have to download something or something. I didn't know what it was. So I didn't want to call Chris. So I'm calling everybody else and they mama asking these questions and nobody could really tell me because nobody cared enough about the game. So then I was like, okay, he just going to get this one. Even the people at the store said, get the basic model. So that's what I did. I picked up the basic model and I went on about my jolly way. So is have you played the game? Oh, uh, yeah. Actually, how, how do you like it? I like it. I be shitting on people. Mm, I'm waiting for my gift to come in. The mail. So, Jay, mm-hmm. it was $60. Okay, out of 90 60 So you take the extra $30 that you would have spent on the, the, the deluxe version. You put that into half of your other money to get my Versace slides. And then you and she could double up. And then, then go my Versace slides right there, size 12. No. No. It's my birthday, Jake. Chris, I'm it's nasty nineteen. For your birthday, I'm already spending over three hundred dollars. You paying for my ticket? No. We're not gonna tell again, we're not talking about our business on here because people are gonna show up and <laughs> that is no, it's not. We're gonna talk after this. But anyways, y'all, so I'm patiently waiting for my gift to come and when my gift come out, I'll be happier. But right now I'm not so happy because I'm waiting on my gift to come. And, you know, I was going to say something, but that was going to be a little shady. So I'm not going to say it. But anyways, um, back to my film talk with me and loyalty. This is how it goes. 
it's just like I'm so giving and so willing to be there for somebody. And I feel like I get to that certain point sometimes where it's like, I'm just exhausted. Like, I just don't have no more to give, no more to lend out. And it's like, I get the conversations and all that. And I could go through all that, but sometimes people just don't see it. Sometimes people have to experience life for themselves, go through things for themselves to understand. You can have your experience and you can try to help them and you could try to dish out advice, but sometimes they don't want it. It's just like yesterday it reminds me of me and my close friend. Me and him had got into it. Long story short, right? He was flirting with somebody. His girlfriend found out that somebody he was flirting with was my cousin. So the girlfriend came a little sideways to my cousin. So, you know, all this. So I'm telling him, like, you know, get your girl, blah, 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 blah. After a while, I took matters into my own hand. And I personally text the girl and I was like, hey, blase, blase, blah. The way I feel, I feel like you should never, and we're going to get into this after, um, when I'm done. I feel like you should never, if it's a man in the middle and he's playing two girls, I feel like it's never the female's fault. Like, and that's even me, like when I hoe around, okay, I can even admit that. Like, it's not oh, the right. female's fault. But the thing is, I never put my females in that situation. And if it ever did come down to that, I would take full responsibility. Like, I would never punt it off on the female. Because for one, another female should not even be mad at the next female. You need to be mad at your man because your man's the one who put you in this situation. So that's basically what I told the girl. He ain't like that. <laughs> he blocked me. But we found now we talked about it. But like I was basically telling him, like, sometimes it's okay to take advice from people. Sometimes it's okay to, you know, see that your way isn't always right. But then some people in the world just don't get to that. And it's like, Chris, like we were saying, sometimes you just realize you're not on the same playing field as some people. You're just not like y'all not even compatible. Y'all not matching up no more. Sometimes you have to take that break away from people. Sometimes you have to realize that for yourself and for yourself to grow, you have to step away sometimes. And that's what I think this question is all about is like loyalty is so different. Sometimes the most loyal thing you can do is actually leave somebody alone and let them figure out life on their own. Because sadly with you in the picture and you trying to always be there and helping them and it's just not going to work. It's just not. So that's my take on it. But I want to get into this whole cheating thing. And with two girls and a male, Chris, give me your take on stuff like this. Um, when it comes to cheating, you really can't blame the other person, like the the guy she cheated on you with or the girl he cheated on you with. You got to blame like that person who you're with. You really can't throw shots and shade at the other person because he could have been sweet talking the hell out of them not mentioning nothing about no girlfriend exactly exactly and but the thing is <laughs> my cousin knew he had a girlfriend but it was nothing like it was nothing like you know like harmless flirting like well i guess yeah i know flirting. i know how your cousin get down i know, you, how you, know you know how she is she just be joking around and playing around and like she does that with everybody but the girl, like, she was reading the text messages, and she took it to a whole nother level. Like, she was like, you know, although text messages are text messages, like, you can't fake those. Even though she was joking, he he was joking, but, like, he's a big flirt. So it's like, he knew exactly what he was doing, too. So I say that to say, like, 
you still shouldn't have your girlfriend in this position. At least delete the messages or something. Or some, something like that. As long as I'm in a relationship, they don't ever have my password. I'm sorry. That's one thing I don't. What do you need my I don't cheat. If I'm in a relationship for one, like if we're together together, I don't cheat. Like I'm strictly on that person and that's it is what it is. But I don't give up my password because I don't feel the need to for you to have my password. I don't give it out for Instagram, Twitter, anything to my phone. You're not getting my password. The only person that has my password is Chris. But it's like, what? I don't even remember it. Huh? I don't even remember it. He never remembers it. And then I got a new phone and his face ID is it on this one because he tried to put it on one night, but we was in the car and he black. So y'all know how that go. But anyways, so I just personally don't give out passwords to my phone. I don't. I don't, I don't know why you need to be in my phone because I feel like sometimes, well, it's not even sometimes, all the time, if you go looking for something, you're going to find something. That's how I feel. Not saying that I could be texting a girl, but if you go into my DMs looking for something, I know my DMs, you're going to find something. So, hey guys, my name's Chris. Um, I'm new to this uh, abuse group or, you know, relationship group what is what do we call this double a triple a a a whatever all right so my name's chris and hey i'm an abuser on instagram i like other girls photos so nothing's wrong anna and anna's listening she's listening she's listening so anna sent me um a tiktok of someone like you know how tiktok be some guy like if your girl is overreacting whatever she's doing about you liking uh, other girls pictures she's gaslighting and she's trying to be manipulative right and then she went to the comments and took took a screenshot and there's you know girls in their comments opposed you know defending their argument Mm -hmm. and she was like so i don't i'm not the only person thinking this and one girl was saying i prepare myself when looking at his phone should i go through it or should I not like, even though I might hurt myself or something? It's that's honestly what it is. Like, if you go on someone's phone, you going looking for something. You going to look for something. You, you're going. You're going to look for something. Like, <laughs> and you got and probably you might even. It's hurt. like I was gonna say. Like, it doesn't matter who you are because in the earlier days, of course, would have went through my phone. He would have found me talking a whole shit load of shit about him. Like, it just does not matter who, like, who it is. If you go in somebody's phone, and I feel like that's a lesson for life. If you go through somebody's phone, you have to be prepared that you're going to find something out that you don't want to see. And that's the thing. I feel like this right here, especially in the tw- in 2021 that we're now in, that we live in, this has everybody's whole life on it, especially my phone. Everything is on here. My emails, business calls, biz- people's numbers. Everything is on here. My schedule, everything is on this phone. This is my life. This is why I just don't understand how people lose their phones because this is everything to me. So it's like when you go into somebody's personal life, it's like this is like going into somebody's head. So if you're doing that, that's an invasion of privacy for one. And for two, you're going to find stuff that you don't want. Sorry, y'all. You're going to find something that you don't want to see. Honestly, and it it's it's just like you know, 
say like how I use the analogy that this is somebody's head. Like if you go into somebody's head and you think about like everything, you know, those movies, like when people get those powers and they can hear people's thoughts and stuff like that. Sometimes you don't want to hear people's thoughts because I can be like, why the fuck does Chris got this shirt on today? You know, and he may really like the shirt. And it's like, oh, dang, I really like the shirt. And Jalen talking about it like I look like I'm looking hot mess. Now I'm going to go outside looking like, you know, it's just you just don't go looking for stuff because you're going to always find trouble. But in relationships, while we're on the topic of relationships, I've seen this thing and I think I screenshotted it. Um, Let me check my pictures. Stay hydrated. Um, Which one is this? Which one? Okay, no, I want to get to that one later. Let me go see. I think I saved it on Instagram. You know, we got a lot to talk about today. I'm excited. One second. Let me see. Is this it? Okay, yeah. It says, don't be like the salty, inadequate ex that's on my phone sending me death wishes and calling me names. I truly don't get it. How you fumble the ball when you had it? But you mad at the man who got the ball and made it to the goal. Weird. Mm. Chris, mm. you want to go first? So, speaking from experience, two girls before. the ball and being huh. that weird ex. <laughs> two, two girls before Anna. I had this one girl, right? She, we, it was like she was playing tag with me, right? I'm ready for a relationship. I'm not ready for a relationship. Ready for a relationship. Not ready for a relationship. We was talking for a few months. We went on like one date, so-and-so. Fast forward, I was done. Found me a new chick. Was all up on her. Posted a Mm. picture on my Snapchat. Mm. The girl come running back, talking about how hurt she is, this and that. She heard about it. Meanwhile, I'm thinking in my head, you was the one playing games the whole time. If you wanted it, you could have had it. I like to live by like this philosophy when it comes to relationships and talking to people. It's either you choose me or you lose me, just like that, period. And that same girl in this relationship, she texted Anna, blowing her up, talking about this and this and that, thinking it was the last girl. And I was like, bro, you doing too much. Like, you doing That's too much. That's deserve to get cussed out. But anyways, keep continue. That's it. That's it. Oh, that's all you got to say. Too much after they time end. They they series is ending. Oh, canceled. Mm, My ex. That was a horrible, horrible breakup. It was just like like the ex that like this was like my main one story because after that I really didn't. But the whole school was involved um it was like it was like a this was like in middle school but it was a lot it was a lot you know know, i know the middle school relationships because i was in like a for like two years like my sixth and eighth grade i was out of charter school eighth grade i was at carver i mean seventh grade i was at carver so you know in them small middle schools everybody know everything like the drama high. It, 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 it was a lot. And it just kept escalating and escalating and escalating. So it wasn't like, you know, one of those crazy like things where like she was like messing with the next girl I was trying to get with. But it was just like the breakup in itself was just like too much. And it was like during the breakup, it was so much bad talking back and forth and like trying to, it was, it was a lot of back talking like back and forth and horrible stuff being said. 
And it was just like it was a long, nasty, it felt like a divorce, honestly. Like a no long, nasty divorce. That's honestly what it felt like. Friends were caught in the middle, people picking sides. Oh, ain't nobody really picked that side, but it, it was just a lot. <laughs> Uh, it was a, you know who I'm talking about. Okay, Jay, you know how you say karma it goes around comes around. Don't you think this gonna come around to you one day? What the karma? What karma do I have? You know what karma you got. What karma? Speaking of misfortunes, no, because that's not gonna because I don't ever speak down on people. I speak the truth and what's already out there. The difference is in me and what that person did. That person publicly disrespected and talked down on that person and was just like being just rude. And that's what that was. But with me, I don't ever talk down on person. I just... Jay. I say the truth. I've never... Wait, 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 wait. How many grades ahead of... You... Two years ahead of me in school, right? Mm-hmm. What year did y'all go out? 2019. Oh, 2019? Okay. Because remember, I used to go to church. The church. I used to go to the church. And she was trying to get at me. You used to go to the church. I, I, was, I was just making Even sure. when y'all was in my... Remember when we was all in my car? <laughs> she was like, could you <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know why that was so funny, but it was funny. But this is what I'll say. I never. Is that on my end or your end? I don't know. I never publicly talked bad about anyone. So like when it comes to karma, like I don't like say like, oh, I don't like down them. But what I do say is like, if it's the truth and stuff is already out there, then I'm going to say it. And I'll say what I've been through, my stuff. I can't help that that person's the villain in all my stories. I can't help it. Right. Like, I, I, I can't help that that's how your role played out in the situation. Right. Okay. So, speaking about roles being played out in situations, when you're in a disagreement with the person and you, you know, y'all going through, y'all going through like what happened with Transpire. Mm hmm. How are you supposed to lay it out? Like, do you take the blame or do you like say their like what your point of view was? I never in a disagreement, I don't feel like it's supposed to ever be one person's right. I don't think that's how it should be at all. I feel like in a disagreement, especially in a relationship or friendship, like close friends, it should always be where like. I see where you're coming from. You see where I'm coming from. It should, sorry, it should never be like, oh, I'm right. Oh, no. Or I'm right. Or this is why I'm right. Can you please listen to me? Or this is why I'm right. It should never be like that because the thing that people don't understand is that there's truth in everything. There's always truth in everything. So this person may be feeling like this and that's why they're acting like this. And they need you to understand what they're going through. And that's why they're feeling like this. And the same for you. You may be feeling like this for a reason. You may have a past or something, whatever. That's why you're feeling like this. And you need them to understand what you're going through. And that's what relationship is about. 
any type of relationship. It's about understanding because you cannot move on or you cannot try to fake it like everything is good if you're not understanding and growing each time there's a situation. It should never be, oh, I'm right, listen to this, or you're right, listen to this. It should be, no, let's see why each other are right. You know, let's try to see that. Or it should never be like, oh, I'm the one that's in the wrong. It's okay. Like, I know it's me. Because no, it's not. You feel some type of way. You feel something. You you want to say it. Get it out. Don't hold it in. Get it out and let them understand you. Don't try to prove that you're right. That's never the way to go. Just let them understand. And if you notice, Chris, I do that a lot. I don't try to prove that I'm right. I try to make you understand. That's why I always like to talk out issues because it's like, I want you to understand where I'm coming from. Then I listen to you and see where you're coming from and everything's so much better. See, I just gave you my secret tactic. That's honestly the best way to go because a lot of people try to see who's right in the situation. And it's like, that's just gonna mess it up even more because now that one person feel like they always taking the fault for everything or then that other person feel like, you know, they always the ones that are sitting here crying and you just think that they not telling the truth and you just, you know, it just causes too much stuff. That's why it's like when both parties just understand and leave it at that. What you got to say? No, I just want this question I want to know. Right. Oh, this is what you want to know. Yeah, nice answer. Nice answer. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'll be here all week coming to my TED Talk. But um, yeah, now that we have the crazy eggs, I do got some other stuff to talk about, some other stuff to talk about. So listen here. Um, Gucci Mane gave Keisha Kaylor one million dollars for her push present. One million dollars for her. <laughs> Sorry, I had to push my chair because it was hitting against the wall, and that's what that noise was. One million dollars for her push present. So, how much? Like, first, how do we feel about push presents? Because see, since we're two males up here, we can give our opinions because we the ones that got to give them. So, how do we give our opinions. So. You know, I recently found out about push presents. Recently, I don't, recently, I don't got no. You know, I don't got no little siblings. I don't got no one around me having kids. You know, who married, having kids, giving out push presents, stuff like that. I don't know nobody like that. So, I recently found out push presents, and then you know, like a year or two ago, I found out why do we like why do we put so much value into wedding rings when like in the nineteen twenties or something like that. It was never really like that. Like you spending like a couple hundred on a wedding ring, like a couple hundred thousand, thirty, forty thousand on a wedding ring was unheard of in the past. But you know, we've made it to that point where it's so important. So when did push presents become like I just want to know the history before I give my answer? No, I know like it's not I can give you like a date or a time. But it's just the push present is basically like, you know, you know what it's for, but it's like symbolizing like what this woman has done for nine months, what she's cared. She's grown a whole life inside Mm -hmm. of her and she's did all this. She's a superwoman, like, and she pushed and that hurts. Or like she had to get cut open to deliver a baby and it's like to bring another life in this world. And they like, this is another person joining the population, like, they deserve something for that. That's what they think. But my opinion, <laughs> that's what they think. No, no, no. Because the push present now to carrying the baby, that's the easy part. You ain't getting no push present for that. But having that baby, pushing it, that's the hard part that deserves. That's what a the push present's present. for. Yeah, but 
But I, mean, I personally you know? think it's like, I just feel like it's another reason for people to get gifts. Like, I just don't understand for centuries and beyond, people haven't got push presents. The, put, the present itself is the baby. Some people don't get a baby at the end of their delivery. Some people lose their kids doing delivery. A lot of people or their lose their kids life. or themselves doing delivery. So two maybe they do deserve a present. You know, it's a lot. Yeah, people don't understand that having a baby is very dangerous. It's a very dangerous thing. It's very dangerous. And if everybody could do it, everybody would do it. But even some women can't even do it. Like I remember, like um, if you were, I don't know if y'all know, but when watching Keeping Up with the Kardashians, when Kim was getting right, when she had North, she only carried her first two kids. Her last two were surrogates. But when she had North, it was just such a horrible pregnancy for her. Like her body was so uncomfortable. Like it, she hated her pregnancy. And then she had got rushed to the hospital early and had to deliver early, all that stuff. But it's like so many things happen during pregnancy. It's such a dangerous thing. So I feel like to me, the present in itself is the life of you guys being here or like buying a house or something. Push presents like a house is what I always say is acceptable. But like when you're doing the most and giving one million dollars away, they got it. So hey, but giving one million dollars away or buying a car or excuse me, or doing this, doing that, doing whatever it is, I just think like it's just another way to show off your money. And I don't accept yes, it's gonna be another flex, especially with like seeing Gucci Mane sp- give his woman a million for her push present. Now with like modern day like social media and shit like that. Now it's literally going to be more of a flex. Like, I who can like do the, the most now? Years, the push presents I've been seeing the most was people getting Bentleys and Rangers. Yeah. And I know, like, I know someone stuff. who got a push present and it was a car. You know, it might be cars or it might be jewelry or, you know, a bag or something like a bird, you know, something like that. I just want my baby. I'm not saying that I wouldn't get a push present, but I feel like to me, a push present that I would get is something that'd be more sentimental, like for the both of us, like because we did this together, we were united. Not saying like trying to include the man into the push present because we didn't do anything really, but like I want it to be like a moment between the both of us. That's what I want for push present. Maybe a vacation or something. Like I don't feel the need to buy you a car or something like that. Like you gonna not like the car let's be honest everybody falls out out of love with their car after a couple years anyways it's like you only really like the car for a couple years then everybody get them a new car like it's come on let's be honest like so i'm not gonna get a car that you're gonna not like or like in 15 years it's not even up to date like you it's out of style like it's pointless but hey it's whatever congratulations on her million chris you got something else to say no okay let me see what i gotta say social media is an illusion please don't think you're not on your shit because you don't own the latest car or designer clothes i promise you it's nothing wrong with that and it's much more to life who is that who is that poet i can't you're not even on your mic so i can't hear you who is that poet yk osiris no Uh (laughs) i'm going to shout it off somebody's insta story Speaking of that, I know you've probably seen everything that's been going on with Osiris mm-hmm. and him saying that he sold his Rolls Royce, his Lambo, like, you know, all his expensive cars 
and he bought himself like a Honda Elantra mm-hmm. and then he got himself like a personal driver. And then you know, you know how people be, how social media be. He broke, he losing money, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. But honestly, if you think about it, like if you sold all your exotic cars, now that wouldn't be me if I was popping and if I was popping, I have money. I love cars, like I have my dream cars and the cars that I want. I would never sell any of them. Any of them. I want all of them in my name. I want every like so every, if it came down to it and you're going broke, you wouldn't sell your cars. If I was going broke, but that's the misconception. People are trying to say like he's going broke, but he's just becoming like financially woke. Like mm-hmm. he's understanding that like you don't need all these cars, and he's mm-hmm. getting a car that one is good, probably all around, cost efficient, everything. One, you know, something that you don't care if it loses value versus a Lamborghini. As soon as it drives off the lot, it's losing value and it's depreciating. But that's like I understand what he's doing. Like I get what he's doing. I want to do it, but I get it. I'm not gonna sit there calling him broke how everyone else was doing all that when it's the sound thing to do like that's what a lot of rappers think they got to do once they get signed they got to go drop this got to go that's what a lot of black males think they should do as soon as they get a little bit of money and that's what it's come down to the black people are so and i'm sorry to say it and i don't want nobody to feel them type of way but black people are so ignorant and dumb when it comes to money they get a little bit of money and they feel like they have to be out here buying they need every tattoo they need all t- different types of grills they need about five different cars they need about three different houses they need an island over here an island over there it's like they get money and don't know how to act it's like for me and i'm gonna say this very honestly if i win a million dollars and i've said it before i will buy myself my house that i want my dream house or I build it whichever one Buy me my, well, I'm not buying my range. I would probably, so it would probably be between a Tesla or a G Wagon, one, one or the other. And I'm done. The rest of my money is going up. And I'm not even going to have it in my everyday. It's going into savings where it can, like, and where um interest can build on it. And I can make more and pull it out in probably like 15 years. And you're going to give me 25% of your money to invest with it to make you more money. I mean, interest does the same thing. So no, it all depends on what interest. It depends. Interest, I, I took, interest, I interest make your money more friends. Yet it's slow versus no. Not all interest is slow because I took interest six percent, three percent, two percent. No, interest, it's not all interest. Ten percent. Well, it depends on your credit too. I have good credit. I can. Get it depends on like the the the. I can, I know right too. now. I could right now, right now, this moment because I actually got approved. But in I have something in savings, and that's a. Uh, nine percent interest right now i had like um i had like eight eight hundred dollars in there and i it's been in there for over a year now and now i'm already at like three thousand and something in savings and but and it's so much more when it comes to interest because it's like the quarterly the yearly the um it's so many different components when it comes to interest on what type of interest that you put on certain things so it depends I would never touch my interest for like a 15 year gap. I would never put it in there for like for two or three or four years. I would keep mine in there for a 15 year, 15 or 20 year gap. And by then money builds fast. It depends on the interest, of course, but money can build up so fast. And then also I with interest think- accounts, the best thing to do is like maybe every other few months, or, you know, every month you throw 200 in, like, you know, you throw yeah. some money in. Mm-hmm. That's called compound but, interest. Yeah. Interest 
it moves, but it moves slower compared to the stock market. Where you I just could, don't like the stock market personally. I mean, I with a, with your interest account, you could set the same thing up for your stocks where you could get a stock. You could purchase a stock shares and you could get something called dividends, which is like interest. Some give you certain different amounts, but you could build that to it's like the interest where you're making 200 to $40, you know, $40 to 200 like that a month. That you're getting. But that's the thing. I don't want. You. I don't want my money. Like I, do, you know, the thing with interest. I mean, with stocks is stocks is definitely something that's for certain people, and it's not for everybody. Like I want my money to go in and just literally, I want to live my life and forget about it for 15 years. That's what I want. I want to live a normal life. If I get a million, that's what I'm doing. If I win the lottery and get that much money, as long as I have my house and a car. I'm set for a good 15 years. I don't want to think about it. I want to live my life. By then, I'll have a family. I will have, like, my life together. And so it's like, by the time that money comes out, I'll be able to really financially do whatever I want in life. And that's that's how I want to live. I feel like with socks, there's just so much more to it. It's like, socks to me is like a garden. Like, it's so much maintenance that you have to do to keep that garden so nice and pretty and oiled and keep it going. Like, I don't want to go out there and water the garden every day. Speaking of, I watered my garden every single day. Last night, I was up till one or two watching Ethereum, which is a cryptocurrency, making sure it's moving. Because like cryptocurrency doesn't have an open or close. It's open 24-7 every single day but it moves at a certain time and what a lot of people won't know or don't know if our listeners are invested in crypto it moves at around 1 a.m 12 a.m around that time it starts to move because that's when china is like that's daytime over there in china that's like 1 p.m time 12 p.m like 3 p.m and the reason why it moves more after hours in the a.m is because that's when they start and China has a lot of the cryptocurrency miners. So that's why if you're wondering why your crypto isn't moving during the day while you're up and it's moving more at night, because that's when they market booming and China holds a lot of miners for these currencies, especially Bitcoin. But I was over there watching, I was up late night watching my uh, Ethereum, making sure everything's in check. I always got to research my stocks. No, after you got to be sharp with it. You, you know, it takes. Yeah, you got to water it, and I don't have time to water it. I have a business to run. I have to look out for you and make sure you are on the straight and narrow path. I have two podcasts. I I don't have time to sit here and watch it, and I'm in school. I don't have time to sit here and worry about this one different thing. You know, I don't have time for it. I could do it. I'm in school. Got my stocks. God, what you need to do is work on VRM. That's what you need to do. That's what you need to do. You have a job that you need to be doing. And it's the new year, so it's time to get to work. But, um, you know, the thing is with stocks with me, and before we move on, is I just think that my personal opinion that's always been with stocks, I think for a, since basically I was in like seventh grade or sixth grade when we learned about this in school, is that the thing with stocks in this government it's just it just doesn't mix well together for me. Like, you know, for the government to be such a such a money-hungry, you know, organization, it just doesn't mix well for me. Especially everything with Wall Street and all that. And 
certain things just don't sit right with me. I love people who do stocks because like, I definitely see that a lot of people make money off of it. And it's very, um, a good thing. I know a lot of people who do Forex. I have a lot of connects over there, you know, and that's amazing. And, you know, I've always told people, I've even sat in on a Forex um, meeting before and it was, I loved what I learned. The people were cool. It was so exciting. It was an experience to do. At the same time, I just don't think personally it's for me, but that doesn't mean it's not for the next person. Like I've did some classes, I've, you know, went to some meetings. It's just not for me, but I don't think that, you know, messes it up for the next person. Chris is doing it. He's okay. He's alive. He ain't in jail for fraud or anything else. So, hey, but that's pretty much it. Chris, it's 2021. What music do we, what, what's going on? Do you got any music for so, us? Do you record anything? 2021. I'm still recording some music. I'm still, you know, dibbling, dabbling, coming up with some new songs, doing what I got to do. Yeah. So, like, do I have to literally sit here and ask you the questions? Are you going to, like, I think that you've been doing this long enough to know? So, anyways, Chris, so what what, what, what era are we in? Like, are you still giving us the same type of music? Is it? Do you feel like you're changed a lot? Do you feel like you've evolved in the last six, seven months? You know what? I've evolved a lot. And the thing with me is that, like, I don't record every week or every day. I literally like record maybe a few months in a year and I don't even rap. I don't get over no mic and I'll just listen to a beat, come up with something in my head or just write it down outright. You know, what's so funny with me and I'm so sorry to cut you off, Chris. I'm so sorry, but you guys know I've been, you know, doing a little listen lately, but I can, for some reason, and I don't know what it is. I cannot start with the beat. I can't. Like for like, I can literally have a whole rap in my head to a beat in my head, but I cannot like, I cannot go listen to a beat and like, you. Know, I just can't. I don't know why I can't. Better grow. I don't. It's just I just don't. Because this is what I feel. I feel like with me, and I say it in my raps all the time. I don't be rapping. I be talking my shit. But I feel like in rap or like when you go listen to a beat you're kind of sort of taking somebody else's you know music already so to me i go into it thinking like this is already not like authentic i actually want to go in and make my own beat and create my own beat and i've been definitely i've been i think i've been in that to that probably about four or five years now i think um different artists that I like and I've watched them like write songs and stuff and like from playing on the piano to literally building the beat up brick by brick by themselves that's something that I want to do because I know with that and my vision of you know my work that I'm working on especially with music in this year I just know it's gonna oh I can't wait for you guys to hear I just think it's gonna be so great and I can't wait for what I'm working on to really come full circle because I think it's going to be a different Jalen. I don't think nobody ever seen me like in the, I didn't see myself in the music world. So I just know nobody else did, but I feel like with me, like it gives me a chance to express myself in, in a different light. And I am way more. So everybody knows that. Okay. Y'all can say whatever that I have a feminine side to me, 
But I think when I'm literally writing and I'm in my notes section and I'm writing or listening to something, the nigga and me, like the full blown nigga, like nigglet, negro, nigga, like the slaves, how they used to, how they used to call the slaves, the nigga inside of me, the black person inside of me jumps out. And it's like, I don't even be here no more. Cause sometimes I'd be looking, I was like, I said that. I said, I'll do what? Really? But I just wanted to give you that. Sorry to cut you off, Chris. You can go ahead and continue. Anyway, before I was really interrupted, when I, after my long period of time without being in a studio, once I get into the studio, uh, automatically, like, everything is, like, I've evolved without even really putting in much effort. Like, now, my current music that I got coming out, like, now I'm more versatile than ever, like, Every like sounding the best I've ever sounded all around, just producing good music. But that's when it comes to me. So I think I think what's so beautiful about being able to create anything that anybody does, like even creating this show and the stuff that me and Chris have in mind moving forward with Unfiltered and Real. And until all the way until next season, I think, excuse me, what's so beautiful about creating something is that you get to see it from a starting point and you get to see where it ends up at. That's like the most beautiful thing ever. Like I remember season one, like literally sitting on your floor recording and like where we are today and thinking like we've done over 50 something episodes. Well, I've done over 50 something episodes now. You have to actually, yeah. Over 50-something episodes now. And it's just crazy to think where I was season one in my mind space. I was in such a dark and different place. And that was literally almost a year ago to where I am now season three. Like, I'm in such a different headspace. And, like, just seeing this podcast grow so much is just, like, so weird. And I was thinking the other day when I was filming for everything, Jane. I was like, being here at the starting point, I wonder where I'll be at by the just the end of the season because everybody grows so much. But what I can definitely say is that I I personally can't wait to continue to grow with Unfiltered and Real. I think in the future, a lot of great things is going to be happening for this podcast. And I feel like if people aren't listening now, they're definitely going to be one to listen sooner or later. Because one thing that everybody's always told me whenever they tell me about Unfiltered and Real, or even when you guys DM me, is that when you guys listen to it, it's like listening to a conversation. Like, you guys honestly feel like you're a part of the conversation. Y'all be laughing. Like Y'all be having a fun. Like, it doesn't feel like you're listening to people like a radio show or something like that. Like you genuinely feel like it's a conversation and that you're a part of it. And that's my goal. I don't know what Chris' goal is when he jumps on here, but I know my goal is honestly to have a conversation with my friend and literally you guys just listen to it. And this is... The thing is, me and Chris don't change up. How we talk on here is exactly how we talk in life. Like, it's honestly like being a part of our lives for an hour. Anything you would like to, you know, say, sir? Ditto. Can you come on? Ditto. Don't be saying ditto. Don't be, get your own sentimental stuff. Don't be using my sentimental stuff. I need my own sentimental stuff. Now you get your sentimental stuff. And I used it. Sue me. Chris, tell the people some nice words. Sue me. 
Okay, guys. Okay, see, he being fake. He don't like y'all. That's why they don't DM you right there. See, because you be doing stuff like this and they be thinking you don't like them. But it's okay, y'all. We don't need see. Them. See, the real ones that mess with me, they know. They don't gotta, they don't gotta, they don't gotta hit me in my DM. I know what it is. They know what it anyways, is. Anyways, we mutual. We got we gotta anyways, understand. Anyways, anyways, anyways. Mindless behavior, they just I just don't know. Like niggas back? No, they not. Oh, no, they definitely man. ain't back. So yesterday, Prince went ahead and you know, somebody asked a question, you know. I'm gonna just read it. Can't wait to share this music with y'all. I really have grown up light years from mindless behavior, and I haven't nor want to look back. Big things are happening that I can't say just yet, but y'all know very, very soon. Chulo. And then, so, you know, Ray Ray wasn't feeling that. Ray Ray wasn't feeling that. He said, one second. So, so like five years. About five years or more, I, I I gave Nick more than enough time to adjust to being an artist. First of all, I gave I gave you enough time to not only adjust to being an artist, but to blow up. I gave you enough time to blow up. I gave you no competition. I gave you I gave you no I gave you nothing but room. I gave you nothing but room. I allowed you space. And still, like I said in my last post, you failed to impress. Light years of growth. Some sh- How? <laughs> Egos. So there's a large amount of people in the world that think they're cool and that they're talented. And they're not. But they're no, but seriously, it's so it's funny. It's funny, but and they're fooled, they're fooled by the ego. They're fooled by the if I not then he went along to say I went on nearly a five years hiatus. I gave you more than enough time to blow as an artist, but you failed to impress. Now it's my turn, Ryan. And then he said, I hate to sound cliche, but I'm in the beast mode now. Beast mode refers to the aggressive animalistic persona that one might assume when in combat in order to overpower an opponent. And then Prodigy and Ray Ray about to do a song together, all that stuff. I definitely have something to say about this, but Chris, I'll let you go first. Nah, it's been some years now. I don't know nothing about none of them. I don't know who had what name. All I know is there was one nigga with some long French braids. There was some other one and uh, two others. Mother, I don't know. Everybody knows Prince because Prince is the the Hispanic one. They had a Hispanic one. Oh my freaking gosh! He had like the hot black. No, Prince is like Hispanic and black. That's Prince. So them niggas, they all niggas. This is I'm gonna turn the volume off. That's Ray Ray. These people just grown now. That's probably why you don't recognize them. I reckon which one had the French braids. And that's Prodigy and Ray Ray together. Prodigy on top. I yeah, Prodigy on top. 
he got the braids. Mm-hmm. But I just say I'm, I'm gonna talk before you because I Why think you're throwing you... so much shade because it's like all right, I get it. What may have transpired, so and so, but I think it's you... the fact that Prince just I, and I don't have no, nothing with Prince, so you know, I got mad respect for him. But I think for the other bandmates, it's the fact that Prince just continuously like tries to shut it out, like Miles' behavior was the worst years of his life when it's like. Honestly, it's like we're who made you, sir. Like, sit down somewhere. Like, we all came up together, and without us and without this group, you wouldn't be here. So, I think they're just getting tired of him trying to like down mindless behavior. And you know, a lot of people when they go on their own paths and they separate from the group, they like try to be like you. Well, or when groups break up, they try to like get their own brand. And in that process, a lot of them always downgrade where they came from. I just don't get the part where he said, well, one of them said, now it's my turn. There ain't no turns when you came from a group. All y'all got, like, how is it your He turn? was saying, he was saying, like, I gave, he was saying, he was saying in response to that, Chris. That's what I'm trying to get you to understand. He was saying, you're saying that we, us, or mindless behavior, we are behind, like, we could never be nothing. You're the only star here. Like, you're better than that. That's what Prince was trying to say. And that's when he came out. He was like, now it's my turn because I gave you five years. And literally, the whole band gave him five years. Five years. Nobody put out nothing for five years. Nobody even did social media like that for five years. They gave him five years to blow up. And Prince, he got a little clout, but he's still not an artist. Artist, like, he's... Definitely like an indie artist, if you want me to be completely honest. He's not even on a B-list at a party. Like, like that's how bad it is. F-list celebrity. Like, it's, and that's why they're pissed, and that's why they're mad, and that's why they're coming back in beast mode, because they feel like we... So there's going to be four of them? No, they're not coming back together. They're just all doing their own music, but they're going to do a lot of collabs together and stuff like that. But they're basically feeling like, look... None of us have ever talked down on this group or said anything bad or trying to make it seem like this group didn't help us get to where we are. You continuously want to down us as individuals, down the group, say that we're you're beyond us and all that. But it's like it's not like that. It's not like that at all. We're supposed to be one no matter what, because we all did this together. We all came into this together. This industry can eat anybody up. And it's like, we gave you five years to literally soar. We all seen that you went out there first. You started to get into it. None of us stepped on your toes. We gave you that room. But it's like five years later and you still talking this big game, but you still ain't really doing nothing to show for it. So it's like, okay, let us show you how to become an artist then. Well, let's even see if they could become artists. I'm sorry. I feel like a lot of people, like if they feel like if they find out like Prodigy and Ray Ray on the song together, even though you don't know them by their names, Chris. But like if they find out like oh people on the song together and all that stuff like that, I think people will definitely go listen to it and it'll do good. People wanna listen. I might give it a listen, see what it is. I may do a little listen too. Do a little listen. And that's the thing. And that's the thing that I think. I'm sorry, I don't know why I keep hitting this table. I think that's what they're trying to allude to when it comes to Prince. It's like we can all we could have all got back together and maybe did a song or something, helped you blow up even more, or something like that. But you just don't want our help. And so it's like, since you don't want our help, like let us show you. Like you just sit over there while we go past you. 
And I think that's what it's kind of about to be. And we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll keep up with them and we'll, we'll see. <sighs> this next topic I really don't want to talk about, but let's go ahead and get into it. Ahmaud Aubrey murder suspects asked that Ahmaud Aubrey is not referred to as a victim during the upcoming trial. Now, if you guys remember Ahmaud Aubrey, we t- that was the first case that we talked about all the way back in April, May, sometime, I think it was May, June, one of those. That was one of those first things that we talked about all the way back in season one. And it was... I'm just still shocked about that. The man was just running and these people following him. But Chris, they asked that he not be referred to as a victim in the trial. So then what was he? But you guys were following this man, shot this man, but let's not refer to him as a victim though because that's not what he is. So what is he then? Like, I'm so confused. I don't know. I'm like, I'm I'm so confused. I feel like we live in this time where change is just not happening. It's just not happening. And it's just not happening. It's like no matter how bad we fight for it, no matter how bad we command it, it's just not coming through and it's not succeeding. I just I just don't. I am tired of begging for the system to change. I'm tired of begging for people to be humanized. I'm tired of it. I really am. I don't know where we're going in this world. I don't know what route we're going down. Even looking at coronavirus, I don't, people out here don't even believe in it. Uh-huh. I don't know where we're going. All I can say is everybody better buckle up because it's going to be a wild ride. Chris, give me a word of the day. Word of the day is going to be DoorDash. I don't like you. DoorDash is going to be the word of the day. Starting next episode is when we'll um, be able to... What the hell? I don't know what happened, Chris. I think... I don't know what happened. But starting next episode, we'll be able to... um, tell you guys the names because um like of the words of the days because we recorded earlier so the next episode comes out wednesday and so the new episode comes out wednesday so you guys will be able to see all that so that's when we'll be able to um tell you guys okay who won the names of the days and i'll start getting those 25 dollars out to people um this week we'll have two winners and all that stuff Guys, thank you guys so much for always listening, always supporting, always doing all of that. Make sure you guys go follow me at jamfiltered on Instagram. Follow Chris at k.aapepe. Um, go follow Unfiltered and Real. I think I want to start using the Instagram again. Go follow Unfiltered and Real on Instagram. And yeah, make sure you guys go listen to us on every podcast. And don't forget also, I mean, everywhere where you can listen to podcasts. And also don't forget to go listen to Everything Jay. The first episode came out on January 3rd. And every Sunday at 12 o'clock, a new episode will come out. So please make sure you guys go tune into that. Oh, our numbers yesterday were amazing. I'm so happy about them. But let's continue to do good and let's continue to grow. And I love you guys. Until next time. Bye.